Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Unbreakably Bold. I'm your host, Christina Delgado. This podcast is for anyone who is ready to step into their power, stop doubting their abilities, and begin to live their life in alignment. On this podcast, we will talk all things mindset, relationships, personal development, confidence, and so much more. I'm here to foster intentional conversations, drop some knowledge, and learn alongside you all with the aim of showing up as empowered and unbreakably bold every single day. No matter where you are on your journey of doing the work, this podcast is guaranteed to make you feel less alone. Let's get into it, shall we? Beautiful people, welcome back to another episode of Unbreakably Bold. It is your host, Christina Delgado, and I'm so grateful to have you guys here. Thanks for spending some time with me today. So as you guys may or may not have ever noticed, I typically try to keep my podcast as, um, you know, it's every other week, every other Tuesday it's posted, but I try to do One week is going to be me speaking, solo episode. The next one will be an interview. So the podcast that you guys are listening to today or this week or whenever you're listening to it, technically I should have somebody, you know, that I'm interviewing in this episode and I do have that episode for you guys teed up. It is going to be so good. Um, It's with one of my best friends. She is freaking brilliant and you're going to love all the things, but it just didn't feel energetically right to put it out. And I'm very much somebody who is really just does things when I'm led to do them for the most part, except for recently, (laughs) oddly enough, Um, except for this past month of January. um, I have kind of been doing things out of like feeling like I need to do it. You know, as i shared in my last episode, I am really working on this content journey that I'm going on. And you know, there's a lot of strategy that goes into play. So like holding tight to these times and these hashtags and just honestly, all of this bullshit. And I realized Friday after work one day, because I had a complete breakdown that there was a lot going on in my life that I to be honest, was hiding from a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions that I um, have been hiding from since really the beginning of the year. And one of those things is um, dealing with the death of my godfather, my papa. Um, I, I don't really know what to say. And I think that's why I felt led to record this podcast instead of uploading my interview with my friend. And that's because death is something that I have no idea how to handle. 
I've never known how to handle it. I never know how to approach it with with other people. I am sure that I have had friends who have been grieving and I could have done more and I didn't because to be honest, I'm just scared. I, I never know what to do or what to say. And not that that is an excuse, but that is kind of just how I've always been with death and with grief. So I kind of had a breakdown and, you know, my papa passed away a few weeks ago. Um, But to be honest, I just didn't want to face it. I, I was busy. I was like, you know what, I'm just going to keep working on my stuff. And I love my papa. I'm so grateful for him. You know, I kind of had my moment to myself and I kind of kept it moving. And what's ironic about that is I did the exact same thing in 2015 when my Nina, who is my papa's wife uh, or was my papa's wife, passed away as well. And that's my godmother. I had an unbeatable connection with my Nina. She was one of my best friends, um, somebody that I always confided in and honestly, I just did. I never really dealt with her loss um, all those years ago because I was a completely different person at that time. And that's when I really suppressed my emotions. I mean, I never wanted to think about anything bad, think about anything sad, deal with anything going on inside of me. I buried it and buried it and buried it until I ended up lashing out at somebody that I loved. It was probably a boyfriend because I always had a boyfriend and I would always take it out on them, which isn't fair. But I'm being honest because I think that that's what a lot of people do. Um, We avoid these feelings and what some may call negative feelings and negative emotions and just a message that it will catch up to you and it may not be in the way that you would have wanted it to be. So I feel like I might be rambling a little bit because I don't have an agenda really for today. I just kind of, normally I do notes and whatnot, but I really just wanted to speak naturally and just see what came up. But what I will say is throughout my healing journey, especially this past year, I've really worked a lot on like inner child work and inner child healing. And for those who aren't familiar with inner child work, I know I've said this in the past, I'm definitely going to do an episode on it, but inner child is something that we all have. We all have an inner child inside of us. And the inner child is a part of our mind, pretty much like your subconscious or your emotional mind, if you will. And it essentially has the characteristics of a child's view of the world. So, you know, if you've ever heard somebody say, he's an adult, but he acts like a child, he's having a temper tantrum right now, you know, things like that. Um, It's probably because that's their inner child coming out. And that's what's doing the behavior for them. It's not this adult thinking consciously that this is what they're going to do. It's their subconscious coming out because their inner child version of them, um, you know, so for me, little Christina, she never got the space to really feel her emotions. You know, for me, growing up, I wasn't allowed to feel emotions. Um, Number one, because my emotions would have other people in my household flare up. Number two, if I did have the emotions, I was told that my life is great. There's nothing to be stressed about. There's nothing to be sad about. You're depressed for what? There's that's no there's no such thing. Complete emotional invalidation, um, along with other things. But to my point, I've been doing a lot of this inner child work. And, you know, when my papa passed away, or at least when I really 
tried to process the other day, I realized why him and my Nina were so special to me. And the reason that I came up with for that is because it was one of the only places that I could truly say I felt safe in. Um, In their home or just with them, I felt unbelievably safe with my Nina and Papa. I felt unconditionally loved. I felt unconditionally understood. And if I wasn't understood, they would try to understand me. And if you know my Nina or my Papa, or if you've ever heard me speak about them, they are truly the most beautiful people. And I'm so lucky to have had them at that young age. So in honor of both my Nina and my Papa, because I really feel like I'm now mourning the death of both of them, to be honest, because I blocked out so many feelings and emotions about my Nina all those years ago. In honor of them, if there's anybody in your life that you feel like you have just unconditional safety around. Maybe it's your friend, maybe it's your parents, maybe it's your sister, maybe it's your boyfriend, maybe it's a teacher, you know? Just somebody that you know loves you and will take care of you and sees you. Shoot them a text, give them a call, send them an email, whatever feels natural to you, but let them know that you're grateful. You're grateful for the ability to feel safe with them and to feel seen by them because I don't think everybody gets that. And I can say I have that with maybe two people in my life. And um, the third and fourth definitely would have been my Nina and my Papa. And, you know, I have 0% idea how to deal with this. All I do know is that If you feel like you need to just fucking cry, cry. If you feel like you need to scream, scream. I mean, when I tell you this past weekend, like it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I was bawling my eyes out. I mean, I was like screaming in my pillow emotional, okay? Lots of things. And I know those emotions coming up can feel really scary and extremely uncomfortable, but I encourage you to feel them. And maybe you feel them one day and the next minute you don't, and that's okay. That doesn't make you selfish. That doesn't make you a bad person. Don't question why you're not feeling this. Just give yourself the space to feel the things that you feel. And when those emotions come up, don't be mean to them. (laughs) You know, like tell yourself and your emotions, it's okay, come out. Obviously, you need an outlet. There's something to feel here. I encourage you to do that. That's self-care. You know, we talk about self-care, taking baths, lighting candles, getting massages, and I love all of that. But self-care is also allowing yourself to feel. Because if you don't allow yourself to feel and you keep shoving shit down inside of you, it's going to make you such a heavy person and it's going to come out at some point in everything that you do. And I don't want that for you and I don't want that for myself. So moving forward, my game plan from here on out is quite honestly to not have a game plan. (laughs) I'm going to let myself live. I'm going to speak to my Nina and my Papa whenever I feel feels natural to me and and I'm not going to feel bad about it. And before I move on from this very, you know, bummer of a topic because it is, I do just want to share a story about if you're somebody out there who is grieving, look for the signs, look for the moments that they're they're watching over you and they're there for you. I went on a hike with my friend the other day and he offered to take a picture of me, which never happens. I always have to ask my friends to take a picture of me. So first of all, that was interesting within itself. And just for the stage that I'm at in my life, like it actually brought me oddly so much peace just from somebody giving that gesture. But we took a picture and he was like, oh my goodness, there's a rainbow behind you. How pretty. 
And when I got home, I really looked at the picture and there was not only one rainbow behind me, but there was a rainbow in front of me in the picture too. And for me, I immediately knew that that was my Nina and my Papa because the day before, the night before, I was a wreck. And in that morning, I was a wreck. And I just needed them to know how much I love them and how much they've done for me. And I got that through that picture. So I mean, shit, maybe it was a glare. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like maybe it was a glare. I don't know. But in my head and in my heart, I felt that that was my Nina and my Papa with me watching over me and surrounding me and giving me the love that they quite literally always have and giving me that energy of safety that I have always needed and have always had through them. So Nina and Papa, if you are listening above, I love you so much. And I'm so grateful for just the human beings that you are and the energy that you've always, always given me and surrounded me with. Until next time, I love you guys so much. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Although this weekend was a really difficult one for me because I was grieving the loss of my godparents, it also made me see that there was a lot of resistance in my life, a lot of other things that maybe I've been avoiding as well. You know, obviously one being dealing with the loss of them. Another one for me is just dealing and working through self-doubt, just thinking that working more will get the thoughts and the feelings and emotions out of my head. (laughs) Newsflash, that didn't happen. (laughs) But um, I think that when you're in life and it feels like every door is shutting or fucking slamming, matter of fact, in your face, I think it's important to recognize that there may be some resistance there. And I think it's important to dive in and maybe figure out what that resistance could be. So for me, because you know the saying, what you resist persists. And if that ain't such a true statement. When it comes to resistance, you may not even realize that you're avoiding something. It really could be more of a subconscious thing. And that's really what it was for me in a few different ways this week. But the first step is really to figure out what you're resisting. You know, I was resisting this week and last week and the week before the whole month of January. I was resisting dealing with the feelings and emotions for my papa's death. I was fully avoiding it. My cousin texted me a picture of myself and my Nina on one of my birthdays years ago. And I did not open that text for days because I knew it was going to be something that was going to make me feel and I didn't want to feel, simply put. So it's important to figure out what you're resisting. And when you figure out what you're resisting, the next step is to ask yourself why you're feeling that resistance. What does that actually mean? And for example, with my papa's death, I didn't want to feel sad about my Nina and my papa's death. I didn't want to maybe have any feelings of regret because I don't live with my family. I'm the only one that lives in Georgia. So my entire family is in California. And I already have a really big struggle with reaching out to my family more. I do feel like it's probably one thing that maybe I would regret in the future. So that's just an internal struggle that I've actually been working with for a while now. Um, 
but I think for me, I was feeling the resistance to deal with my papa's death because I was scared to feel those feelings, number one. And number two, I was scared that I would feel like a piece of shit after and feel a lot of regret after to be transparent. So why are you feeling that resistance? And then the step three would be, how does it feel when you finally overcome that resistance? You know, like decide to take action on the things that you continue to resist. So I journaled. You know, I was like, all right, I've been avoiding this feeling. I'm just going to journal and I'm going to talk to my journal about how I'm feeling about my Nina and my papa's death. And let's see how it goes. And it did. It gave me a lot of clarity. It allowed me to brainstorm and understand why my connection with them was so important to me and why I feel like a little piece of me is missing. So take the steps to do the hard shit is my message here. We can do hard things. You have done hard things many, many times. If you're listening to this, you might be somebody who has been through some pretty fucking traumatic experiences and you got through that shit. If you're avoiding anything, even if it's like you're avoiding checking your email or you're avoiding checking your bank account or you're avoiding having a tough conversation with a friend... You owe it to yourself to rip the band-aid off and just buck up. Do what you need to do. You can do hard things. And when journaling, you know, I journaled about my papa's death, but I also just journaled in general about how I was feeling about everything in my life right now, which I honestly haven't done in a while. I've actually been avoiding it. So of course, there's been some resistance there. But one thing that really helped me is, you know, with all this resistance, I'm feeling extremely frustrated in life. Um, at the moment. And one thing that I realized is that when you're experiencing this frustration from this resistance, you need to start imagining more of what your life could look like if you worked through these things versus what it looked like in the past. So let me give you a completely different example here. So for me, I've been struggling being mindful and being in the present moment. I am somebody who naturally does not like to be on her phone. I am somebody who does not like to be on social media, but I have decided to go all in on social media. And although I do enjoy making the content, the whole like posting it for people to see and like post a lot has been mentally seriously so draining for me. And I realized I was so frustrated because I kept thinking back to like, God, I miss the times when I didn't post every day. I miss the times when I had my social media even deleted, right? I miss the times when my life didn't revolve around my phone. I miss the times when I could see a sunset and not feel the need to take a video of it. And I think that's what had me so frustrated. I was giving into my own negative thoughts because the fact of the matter is, is I have a goal and my goal is to be a content creator. My goal is to be a life coach. My goal is to serve others and show them how valuable they are and how they can change their life. And in order to get to that goal, I got to get on social media. It's just what I have to do. And it's something that's new for me. And I just need to get acclimated to it. And that's what I realized is I have to stop thinking like I miss my no social media days and start leaning in and being like, this is what it is. Let's embrace it. Let's get good at social media. Like, let's figure out how to work that nice ass camera. Let's do these things. Because once again, we can do hard things. So think about what what you want for your future and connect it in that way. Stop thinking about what it looked like a week ago, a month ago, three years ago. What do you want it to look like? If I want it to look like the vision that I have, this whole impatience and frustrations and resistance to social media is going to do nothing but quite literally drive me insane and make me sick. And I fully, fully see that now. And that's because I took the time 
to journal, gather my thoughts and feelings, and I stopped resisting that pain. So next time you are feeling resistance in your life, lean into it, navigate it. It's showing up for you for a reason and just face that bitch head on. You have got this. So after this crazy month of January, I am so excited and eager to get into the new month of February. I just told you guys about some of the struggles that I have been working with this month. And when I'm having a month like this, I got to do shit differently. You know, I have to change it up. All of these things that I spoke about in these episodes are not something that I can continue bringing with me in the future if I have a vision of who I want to be because it just doesn't correlate. So that being said, this upcoming month of February, I am doing a 30-day meditation challenge. If you have ever wanted to do meditation or you never thought that you could get into it or you tried it one time and you couldn't focus, whatever it may be, and you've always wanted to do it, I am here to support you through that. So on my social media, on my Instagram, I will be pretty much vlogging my experience somewhat. I say vlogging because I really don't know if I'm going to vlog it. I just am I know I'm going to do something, but I don't know what. I haven't fully thought it through yet, but I'm going to do a 30-day meditation challenge. I am so excited because it's something I've always wanted to do, and I've just always put it off. I haven't made the time for it, but I need to be mindful. I need to get grounded and to be present more often if I am going to be on social media in the way that I need to be. So if you are interested in following along on the journey or hopping in and doing it yourself, holding each other accountable please, please, please join me. Don't be shy. You don't even have to tell me that you're doing it. Just do it by yourself and see how it feels. I will link the 30-day meditation that I am going to be using in the description. It is going to be more of a spiritual kind of meditation energy because um, that's just who I am and what I'm interested in. There's a lot of, there is some inner child work guided meditations, some healing guided meditations, as well as chakras and whatnot. So if that sounds interesting to you guys, please do it with me. I would be so excited. Um, And if you do do it, let me know your results. Like I have no idea what to expect, but you know, they say like meditation, like changes your life. You get to connect with God in the universe in a higher capacity. You're more focused. So many benefits from what I've heard. So I'm really looking forward to the experience. So I wanted to invite you all with me. All of that being said, thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I really appreciate you. I know that this maybe was a little bit of a sad episode, but I really hope that you were able to take something from it. Don't forget to tell your loved ones that you love them, that you care about them, that you're grateful for them. Shoot them a text, give them a call, whatever feels right for you. Thank you guys again for being here. I appreciate your time and energy. As always, go follow the podcast page on Instagram at Unbreakably Bold. Um, my 30-day meditation challenge will be on my personal account, which is Christina A. Delgado underscore. So feel free to go check that out if you're bored and you want to check how the meditation um, challenge is going for me. But other than that, thanks so much for your time, guys. I appreciate you. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next time. See you in the next episode.